Welcome to the No Filter Fitness of Moms Who Lift podcast, where we bring you real people, real stories, with an action plan to match your goals. Um, I think the biggest takeaway is anytime a female wants to feel good about her, her body, it's not going to come with her losing weight. It is a very temporary thing that you're chasing because once you get there, again, your unhappiness is buried way deep down and it, you need to work on that unhappiness yeah. before, during, and after whatever your goal is. Because wow. I guarantee you 100%, you lose the weight, you will still be unhappy. You will still find things that you don't like. You want this, you want that. This is where your mental, again, well-being comes into play and this is yeah. something that we always we focus on with with clients to make sure they understand that hey it's yeah that's fine if you have this goal go ahead chase it but we need to also put some other goals in place because it, it is it's very unhealthy to to just have this scale weight of uh of <laughs> welcome we've got episode six for you today and um Today, we're going to discuss uh, the topic of um, what is fitness, what is considered to be healthy, what's considered to be um, the difference between, obviously, health aesthetics, which is your appearance and your looks, versus your athletic performance. And can you have uh, the best of all three at your top level? Um, and uh, is there uh, any downside to it? So I'll, um, I'll have uh, Elle kind of take it away um, in defining, um, you know, kind of what 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 each what's each definition means and then we can uh, be able to kind of discuss also ranges of things so as we talked yesterday Jana and I and we were trying for the last few days to find the definition of um wellness and health and what does it mean um apparently health definition of being of wellness it means being healthy what's being healthy being healthy is being healthy physically and being healthy emotionally, because those two kind of just one one can well it can be one be one um, exclusive of the other. But if you want to be healthy, you want to be emotionally well. You want to feel good mentally. You want to feel good physically. You can move and you know you want to look aesthetically like you are in good health. All of those terms again that we were born, that we were learned all over the years as we were growing up. So can you be physically fit, looking great, performing at your top level, and emotionally so stable with such a clear mind that you can see the future and <laughs> reflect to the past? No, it's, it's a very hard balance to achieve. And to make, it, to, to make it short and simple, if you're an athlete or someone at the top of your performance, meaning you are at your event ready to take it away, you, a lot of times you're so hyper, we were so hyper-focused on that particular part of your life that everything else, your emotional health, is, you don't even know what you're doing or where you are, and uh, you're certainly not there. And as far as it looking that way, depending on your sport, I, if you are um, a, you know, a, a, a football player, you obviously don't look like a supermodel. So, so when you're at the top of your performance, this is one that you achieved at the top. So you maximize that part. If you are looking great, like you're ready to go and shoot the uh, cover 
page of the mag fitness magazine on the beach laying down with your hair flowing and your belly <laughs> flat and every muscle showing how look how good you look in that bathing suit, buy that bathing suit or whatever you may be selling. Are you necessarily healthy? Probably not. If you're a female, you probably didn't have your period for a few years. <laughs> if you're still having your period, right? If you're a man, you probably it's probably kind of hard to get it up because you're malnourished. You're not. No one. You do not walk around showing every muscle and being healthy. It's it's not really possible. At least not for prolonged periods of time. So here we go. Can you have all three? No, you really cannot. So you need to choose what is your main goal. What is your priority? Is it looking like you looking ripped, jacked and ripped, or being strong and fast? And as far as emotional piece of it, that's a totally different thing because you've got to train your brain. You've got to train your brain with, you know, with mind body exercises and you know, and that's a different type of fitness. Yes, you got to train your brain with. Uh, with, you know, probably just meditation and, you know, yoga, you know, trying to, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. So all three cannot be at the same time. Although I just think you can be mentally very well and emotionally very well if you are doing what you're supposed to do, going along with your goals and with the things that you, you know, set for yourself. Because I think emotionally, mentally, we feel good when we are able to stick to something that we charted for ourselves. So I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna elaborate and there there is I believe there is some um, carryover or and some maybe you can say some parts where you can fit all three together but it's a very fine line okay so I I, I want to kind of define kind of the terms in terms of what each one is so let's talk about fitness right we all say hey we want to be fit what does fit mean fit means that you are able to physically do an activity right you can jump you can run you yeah. can lift weights. So that is what that's what's considered fitness. So when we talk about, hey, can you do some push-ups? That's typically even in schools for kids, right? These are considered like their fitness tests. Like how many push-ups can you do? How, you know, can you do a pull-up, right? Can you can you run? Can you jump? That is your fitness. That is that that's the term fitness. Health. What is the what does the word health mean? Health is basically embodying the word fitness. You, you being able to be physically fit, right? And at the same time, you being nutritionally fit, right? You have a very um, good nutrition, solid nutrition, where it's primarily of whole foods, minimally processed. We're talking about the 80-20 rule, 80% you're eating, you know, very, very good wholesome foods. And then sometimes you have your, 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 you can consider junk food right here and there. And at the same time, it also embodies your ability to have very good health markers. So your body fat levels have to be at an, a good range, right? At an optimal range, you can say, your blood markers, which is your cholesterol, your triglycerides that we're referring to, blood pressure, um, bone density, all of that has to be in line with what's considered the norm or good. Yes. So that would be considered your your definition of health. And along, uh, as you said, men- mental well-being, Mental. Which is, yeah, stress management and uh, um, an ability to obviously make sure you have enough sleep and obviously you're not you're not uh, going through psychological issues as well. So that's, that's the definition of healthy. So, so we, we just understand kind of what each one means. When we talk about aesthetics, right? Aesthetics, can you look aesthetically good, like your appearance and be healthy? Yes, to a degree. So there is a fine line to where 
both females and males can cross where it's no longer healthy anymore, right? And that's going to be going down to, again, what your goal is. If your goal is to be a fitness model and you want to get on stage and you want to be in single digits on your body fat levels, um, no, that's not healthy because you're going to be trading off quite a lot in health in order to look at that particular aesthetic appearance. Short term, it's not the end of the world. And we're talking about L short term, meaning you're prepping to be for a show to photo shoot or you're prepping to go on stage bodybuilding or physique competitors, right? Um, that's a short term goal. They don't walk around like that. And if you try to walk around, even if you try, attempt to be uh, looking exactly like you were on stage, right? In those single digits, um, long term, it is extremely unhealthy. Because as Elle mentioned, as females, you will lose your period. Um, you, you know, as females, we generally carry actually more body fat than a male because of the fact that we need to be able to give birth, right? We have more fat in our hips. We have breasts for a reason, right? So those areas, especially when you start to really dip low into your body fat levels, you will experience a lot of negative, like neg mm -hmm. negative setbacks much, with you your know, periods and, and your hormones. Bone density, you lose bones, yeah. you lose yes, your bones. Yes, you do. It's just, it's your body will take, your, your body will take from- And even cardiovascular, yes. your cardiovascular, cardiovascular health. You cannot yeah. perform, you cannot perform at the higher level. You can't, right, you definitely, you have zero energy. It is just something that very, very unnatural force state that you put your body through. You know, I mean, when you're bodybuilding or physics, I guess, if you call it an athletic pursuit, yes, it, you have to push yourself really hard physically into training under this condition. It's covered the ultra athletes when they go to the ultra marathon. Marathon as well. Oh, yeah. Or ultra, so, like uh, Ironman. So, that, I mean, are they healthy? They're not healthy. So, but they are, it's their sport. They are, they want to see how far they can push their body. But extreme, you can get your body to, and that, I guess, uh, commanding or, you know, commendable. You say, oh my gosh, look at what this, this person achieved, how much perseverance he put in, the effort. I mean, we know all this art. It's hard for us to stay active when we're stuck in a clusterfuck, to stay mentally, like, clear and to c continue on our fitness journey. How hard is it, like, to run for 100 miles and then bike for another 500 or whatever they do. So just to say, it's right. So, but it's yes. not healthy. It's not what we're talking so, about here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, and, and then in terms of athletic performance, right? Athletic performance, can you be the strong, like you said, you can't have the, wor the, the best of all worlds. Like you can't be um, an elite athlete who is um, in single digits, body fat, jacked and ripped, and also have health. Is it an absolute 100% what I just said? No, because there are some like genetically gifted individuals, right, <laughs> that exist, right. but majority do not. And you cannot have all three. So yes, again, you have to pick and choose what's your goal. Is your goal health? Then focus on health. Health is, again, you having a sound nutrition, you being physically active, you making sure that your blood markers are good. Mentally, you're you're taking care of your mental health, right? Mental health Death is management important. is huge. Yeah, but if you want to start looking and, and, and there is like, when we talk like about someone getting healthy, right? Let's, I just want to bring up some body fat levels so people understand in proximity what I'm, what I'm referring to. So 
the difference between males and females is 25% body fat for a male. Anything above 25 is considered to be already not, uh, not healthy, not healthy. So at that point, a person uh, goals should be to lose body fat for a, a male. Female is 35%. So if a female is at a, a 35 or higher, sh her main goal should be body fat loss. Does that mean 34 she's clear? No, everybody's a little bit different, but I'm giving rough estimates, okay? What is considered healthy body fat for males and females? Um, for males, it's about 15 to 20% that's considered healthy. So if a male says, hey, I wanna get down to 10 to be healthier, not much of a difference, okay? I'll tell you that. For a female, it's about 25%. If a female tries to go down to 15% body fat, it's no longer health. You need to question now yourself and be realistic that is now more appearance-based. Because if you ask a doctor to go that low to 15% as a female, 15% body fat, you will start having negative results, like we just talked about, which is losing your period. In a different way, yeah, negative in yeah. a different area of our wellness, yeah. Yeah, so just I just wanted to give realistic expectations because I think sometimes something that we also hear is females like talking about, oh, I want to be a certain percent body fat, but why? Like, what's your goal? Do you know I what I mean? Why. why are you trying to be at single digits? You want to be single digits to go on stage? Go ahead. If you try to maintain that, first of all, the, the concept of getting, uh, let, let's look at the two differences. To get to single digits body fat versus to be there. To be there, it's not the end of the world, right? It's okay, but it's the process to get there. The, the, the amount of training you have to do, the amount, uh, the fact that you are very under eating, and when you under eat, you can't recover, which then affects your sleep. It's gonna affect your ability not to be able to have any nutrients, you can't have fiber, no vitamins and no minerals, not enough fat, not enough protein. Uh, it's like a cascade, basically, of just chaos. In order for you to achieve this particular, whatever you're chasing, this body fat level, right? The very low body fat levels. What I hear from, just to add to, your, uh, add to the answers to the question, why would a female, not necessarily male, but female, would yeah. want to do that low body fat percent because most it's usually females that are chasing the look. Mm -hmm. it, uh, they would say, well, you know, when I look a certain way, I feel better. See, that's, that's not good. I used to, as I, when I was just starting out in our business, I used to be a-okay with that. But now as I'm getting older, I'm getting more experience, and I've seen more, I've seen more uh, professionally and personally you know, cases, that's not, this is something where we need to train your mind and we need to change that. You should not be feeling better because you're looking a certain way. That's a different discussion. That's a goal. That's, a, that's, a mental, a goal. That's, that's your mental wellness right there that we're this, talking about. Yes, this is a yeah. wellness. This is where you got to start introducing some kind of a mind-body mind body, uh, fitness and some kind of a you know, mental training, because it's not good. It's not good when you connect the number on a scale or the way you look, the way you feel in your clothes to the way you overall feel. Oh, yeah, it's okay. When you put on your dress or whatever it was, and you're like, okay, if I cannot see this, 
I cannot fit in my clothes anymore, so I gotta go shopping and we're in a fucking quarantine. I have no money, so I gotta start looking at what. I better see. No, I mean, in some way, like, okay, well, why is there a reason? Is there a reason for me to be gaining weight or to be losing weight? It could be a health reason. Yanni, it could be a health reason. You may be losing weight because there's something wrong. You got to get a check. Should not be just losing weight. It means your body is not absorbing your nutrients. So it's not good. If you all of a sudden get gaining and gaining, maybe there's something yeah. wrong with your hormone hormones. Maybe you have some, yeah. you know, blood markers. And you got it. So, you, so yes, when you're like uncontrollably losing and gaining weight, it's a, it's a house, could be a house care. But just to use the weight as mentally feeling good, I don't believe, I don't believe it's a good thing. I think that the, your our minds will need to be trained. And Absolutely. And I... Right yeah, I'm just. I, I, this is where the program, the program to program your overall health, your overall sorry, overall wellness, where you put in enough exercise combined with a nutritional program, or like what you eat, just together to support all this, and actually practicing it day in and day out, along with some flexibility training. This is when it becomes okay. I no longer really. I mean, do I want to feel, yes, I want to feel certain way, but it has, it has nothing to do with what the skill set. That, that's a huge goal. That's a huge yeah, goal. that is a huge goal. And I want to kind of um, pinpoint a few things that you just said, because with, with the numbers, um, you know, we get so hyper-focused on, like you said, a scale weight, right? Well, I think we, we've done this before in, in a seminar. We, we even showed uh, the differences between... Um, how people, um, this is called body recomposition, meaning let's say you are 180 pounds, you're a female 180 pounds, and you are at about 35, maybe 40% body fat, okay? As you start to lose weight and you start to weight train, and weight training is, as we know, that is the biggest body composition, weight training with, with, with a good diet, right? With a, with a solid nutrition, that's gonna change how you look. Your scale may go down a couple pounds, or your scale could stay the same. What's going to happen is you you gaining the muscle while your scale stays the same, but yet your appearance changes. So how so sticking to this number that you keep looking at without I'm trying to even put in perspective that hey, some of my clothes are not as tight or I feel more solid, right? I I actually look better. You know, th those are different things. Like you, you don't necessarily, that's the, the scale weight does not determine how, or should never determine how you feel about yourself. Right. It's, it's just a measurement. All it is. And on, on, and honestly, um, I think the biggest takeaway is anytime a female wants to feel good about her, her body, it's not going to come with her losing weight. It is a very temporary Thing that you're chasing because once you get there again your unhappiness is buried way deep down and it, you need to work on that unhappiness yeah. before during and after whatever your goal is because wow. I guarantee you 100% you lose the weight you will still be unhappy you will still find things that you don't like you want this you want that this is where your mental again well-being comes into play and this is yeah. something that we always we focus on with 
with clients to make sure they understand that, hey, it's, you know, that's fine. If you have this goal, go ahead, chase it. But we need to also put some other goals in place because it, it is, it's very unhealthy to, to just have this scale weight of a, of a goal. Yes, it's it, totally. I, I, what I what I've noticed is as I as I hope uh, or the, as I've seen witness people along their journey either by to lose weight or to prepare for you know for certain event or you know kids you know in school you know trying to get you know fitter so they can go on traveling and so just just witness people through their journeys. I've been um, fortunate enough to witness how, you know, taking their goal and what they want. And at first I used to just change it right and say, well, no, that's not what you want. This is what you want. But I've realized fairly quickly, when you tell people what they want, they're not going to hear you. But mm. being able to take a person and just like for listeners right now, they're listening. They want to lose weight. Don't start changing your goals. Oh, it's not a good goal. You hear it. It's probably not the most sustainable or the most deep enough goal for you to give you motivation but that's okay it's a start it's a hook but then as you do it start noticing things start paying attention to things so as I noticed with my in my experience when I show my clients the people that are around me that are going through this process how they the, how to notice things that come with achieving that goal is that your ability to to take um, a challenge or to take something that you want and move towards it and your ability to be strong enough to take the steps to get there is what makes you feel good. So then they realize by training, it's basically training your mind in a way without really like sitting and doing it, training your mind, is to show, okay, what gives me satisfaction or what makes me feel good is that I can, that I can do it. I can do my body, and then it becomes subconscious appreciation of your body, subconscious appreciation of your you know, mental strength, subconscious appreciation of a process, that it takes a process to do things. So when you can create processes, like you, Yak, who is, a, who is like a process taskmaster, I think you're great at creating processes, like putting things in order. That's what makes them really feel, oh, I feel good. I don't feel good because I lost it. I felt I feel good because I got there. And what am I going to do now? So I think that then once you, so having an obstacle or a goal or a mountain and getting there, not necessarily standing there, but getting there and then appreciating, I think that's what brings you. Oh my God, that's what makes me happy. Not that weight on the scale. So yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. This is, and this, uh, this is going back to when we discussed the process, loving the process. And this is what the concept of a journey is. The journey is not, it's not an end goal. It is, you start somewhere along the lines as you're trying to get to your goal. You're going to have your bumps and bruises, right? You're going to have your ups and downs going through these challenges. And typically what happens is during the hardest part of your challenge, which is considered your plateau, is when people give up. So if you push through that, that and then you, once you push through it and you tip over that scale in a sense, mm -hmm. right? Over that hardship that you just went through, not only do you achieve your goal of what you want, at the same time you get that gratification that you're that you're you're talking about. That oh my God, I never thought I would be able to get here. And 
Jesus, like, this is amazing. Like, just look what my body can do. It's celebrating what you so, yeah. were able to accomplish and, 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 and holding on to that feeling, you know what I mean? And saying, but, oh my gosh, yeah. yes, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can accomplish more, especially if I already did this. Battling, battling that feeling of just getting there and how you feel when you're there. Although I do think with like when you do something um, which is like, you know, which is like a performance-based, uh, performance-based pursue the goal and you are a competing athlete. Yeah, I used to be years ago trying to be, but um, it's like when you actually, when you are in that process, it's no one understands and accepts you. And it, I don't think it's that, you know, that we need to go through that exact feeling, but it's never a straight exponential climb up. It's, mm -mm. it's two steps up, three steps down, four steps up. It's so rocky that at the moment you can't almost appreciate any, like the true meaning, the true, what, 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 what you're doing it. And then when you come to that event and I remember mine, half of the time you don't even know what's going on. I mean, you do and you don't, you get this moment of excitement, it's a big day of anything that you've ever done. And then you're there. But when you feel like I'm doing it, uh, well, I, it's, it's just such a mixed, emotions, mixed feelings about things. This is exactly, you know, I think that, you know, taking it and, and comparing it to what we're talking about, the combination of your fitness and your nutrition, it is such a fine balance in everything. It, like, even, like, when you're at your top performance, can you appreciate, oh, my God, I am all that. No, you cannot really. No. So it's always a fine balance of things. Yeah. And I think if we're going to dive into athletic performance, um, you know, for, for the listeners who either do compete or want to compete, you know, you know, let, let, let's kind of put it in perspective. Can you be at your top level competing um, while being healthy? Probably not. And I'll explain why, because the rigorous amounts of training that's required for you to achieve a certain level, right? Uh, um, in your performance, like, like you said, let's take about, let's talk about marathon runners or ultra marathon runners, Ironman, even, even if, even powerlifting, it doesn't matter, whatever, even physique athletes, you have to go to an extreme. It is an extreme, Ow. not, and, and that's not for everyone. Yeah. It's the ones who want to take it to the next level. It is hours of training. It is hours of either chronically dieting, not dieting, it's a combination of everything. You're mentally, you're mental, mentally, you are not there. Why? Because all of your focus is literally on being able to train, push your body to the extreme of, of, of things that you never thought were even possible. It is not healthy, but that's okay. If that is your goal, understand the difference. That's my goal. That's what I'm achieving, but I am sacrificing health here's, at that moment. Here's my and here's my date. This is my date. I am going to be doing it on that date. And then, and then I am going to reverse back to maintaining to the maintenance level to off season. Do off season, yes. Do yes. So with the diet, and I think that's important, and that's important to talk about that not, you cannot be on season, meaning you cannot be in full time prep at 100% all the time trying to get to this peak all year round. You need your, your body needs to recover. Like if, it has to recover. There's no other. If you're gonna keep pushing it, your yes. your body will rebound back to you. It will. And you back. Will, and it's, right. 
and in, 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 in a way that you don't even realize that this is where it's pushing you back. Something is going to go. Your, yep. Something. Like your mental, your, your mental health, your job, your something. Something is going to, it's going to rip at some point. And, and, but with athletic performance, at least you see the end goal when someone is not training for athletic performance, but rather just, just like for, let's say, weight loss just, you know, I want to lose it, and they don't have the end of it, then it becomes, and then when you step over that line, and as you and I said, that this is a totally different topic for us to divulge it. when it's too much of a good thing. We, we're talking about exercising is good, so how much is good? Whereas, I mean, I feel great. I want to run every day. I want to lift weights every day, especially with the new, with the new um uh, lifters or with the new runners or with the new athletes, with people just starting the novices gains, like you, or you start losing weight, you start losing it very quick on this new diet that's so healthy. Oh my God, I never want a candy or I never want a cookie or a piece mm-hmm. of cheese, whatever people don't stop eating. Whatever people stop eating, I never, I love it. I, I feel so good. My mind is clear, like a freaking monk. When they sit and meditate, they don't eat for me. They become delusional. But that delusion, they think their mind is clear. Fuck that shit, their mind is clouded. You're starving. Of course your mind is clear. It's like you have nothing in your mind. So you become, you're hallucinating. You're like it's clear. You're hallucinating. <laughs> yes, yeah, you are hallucinating because you're dreaming of what it is that you want. <laughs> Whatever. So by poor me, so, and this, I think that it's a great discussion. Not even athletic performance, but when in a healthy way, when it's how much exercise is enough? When do we know we get enough? Because some people have high try tolerance levels, right? Some people can take a little more because their bodies are, you know, more inclined to maybe lift heavier or run more, do more cardio exercise. Uh, some people have to do less, but they're still getting a benefit. As, same with the, you know, food, nutrition. Some people, they don't, they can you know, their, uh, how do you call it, maintenance weight or metabolic weight or whatever, natural body weight, biological weight, maybe needs to be a little higher. But someone is a little lower. I think there is such a thing. I need to check yeah. on that. So what, what is too much of a good thing? What is not enough? So I think it's a great topic for our discussion at some, you know, at some point as far as uh, that goes. But, but we're speaking today to just, Overall, how can you be jacked and ripped and uh, fastest man in the world that can be strongest man or woman in the world and you can be like a freaking, you know, whatever mentally stable person, like a, what's, what's, a, what's a good um, kind of a, uh, example of mentally, emotionally stable person, like emotionally, like very like... The Dalai Lama. Thank you. The Dalai Lama. <laughs> I, I be the Dalai Lama. Can you... Can you be that like yeah? No, right. So basically no. basically you cannot be the Dalai Lama. You cannot combine Dalai Lama with Arnold and um let's see, who's like the strongest person in the world? To me it's you. Superman. Yeah. See, but we're all in our in our like when we go like sometimes I like as examples, I will life examples. To me, the strongest person in the world is you. Oh, uh, yes, because, so <laughs> because you lift heavy, because you lift the gym, right? So, I mean, you know, I mean, you can even, I mean, it's okay to have, like, someone, like, 
you think about the state, like who's like mentally, like very solid, very stable. Like if you can even think about your parents, like maybe you have a parent or someone, a friend who you like always go to for that, you know, for a three band. So, or you can dial alarm, of course, but so it's, but anyway, you cannot do all, be all of that and like three combined. Really, very few people are. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And kind of uh, just to touch base on, I mean, we, we, we will be discussing, I think, more in depth about, um, you said, uh, you know, what's too much training, what's too much dieting. Um, right. Understand, and I want people to understand the concept because this is a very hard concept that even, you know, when I started out, obviously, in the fitness industry and went through, through my journey uh, of fitness, you know, I didn't understand because I was led to believe always that you have to be on a diet your whole life. And a diet is a phase, okay? It's a phase, it does not last. Like your mood is a phase, you could be happy for a couple hours or a day or two, right? And then you're sad, and then you could be angry. Just, it's the same thing as a diet. Your diet is yeah. to get you to a certain point, then your body needs to adjust to that point. And most people, what happens is they fail at that adjustment point and they think they have to always diet and then they can't keep up with it. Your body, you just, you can't keep going down the hill, right? You, there needs to be uh, some sort of leveling off and sometimes even an uphill. Yep. So I just wanted to just kind of touch base on that because it's a, I think it's a very yeah. important it's topic. And uh, yeah, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. You're changing, you're changing your diet. As I said, diet for us is something, it's the way you eat. So a lot of times through your life journey, so just your life, you change what you eat. It's you, you become, you, you eat a certain way, but it's just your ability to understand or knowledge for someone to help you understand what is a balanced diet is. How yeah. is to stay in that, in that somewhere where you are, where, where your body gets what you need and you get, you get, um, you are fed properly for you to do things that you enjoy, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I agree with you. Yeah, I think we kind of touched base on um, feel, everything that we I wanted to clear. discuss in terms of. You feel clear now? <laughs> my my mind is clear like Dalai Lama. Like Dalai Lama, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, I, yeah, I, like, I understand. I cannot be jet and ripped and nope. you know be everything at the same time. Because I keep looking for the balance and enjoy that that's process right. of looking for the balance. It's a, it's, a, it's a fine line, and it's also just defining your goals again. It's sometimes you want to go and get strong, then train to be strong. You want to then diet down and go on stage, then diet down, go on stage. <laughs> you want to focus on your health? Guess what? Can't diet down to that extreme. You're going to have to gain some weight a little bit, exercise, have fun, right. enjoy life. Enjoy life, be healthy. So there is a difference. There is some, some uh, you can say again, some of them, um, you can say, kind of combine a little bit, a little bit. Oh, and some, yeah, and there's, uh, and then some of them do not combine. So it's not a black and white, um, yes or no. It's a lot of gray areas. Um, right. And, and, and you know, just so. a lot of times, a lot of times, if you, but when I finish about this balancing all those three, sometimes you may realize, especially if you are in the right training or with the right coach or in the right 
training program for all three, you realize, okay, well, at this point in my life, maybe I need to focus on stress management a little more. Maybe I need to focus on my flexibility training, on my active recovery. How do I put it? How do I do active recovery in my whole program? Or maybe I need to focus on my nutrition. Maybe I, you know, I've noticed that I am not eating enough of a certain element and that makes me tired or my blood markers are going down. So I need to, so a lot of times that's what's called balance. So looking at all three and realizing that, you know, it's like a, it's like a being on the water or like on your, you know, what you on the, on that board of, on the water, right. And trying to find that balance, balancing your bodies on the shaky ground. So that, that's important to understand that. So I agree. To let go of something and to just, but to focus on something else. I agree. I agree. And uh, as always, if you guys like the content, please subscribe. Leave us a comment below. You can always email us. Um, and uh, you have all our social links. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And, of course, YouTube, especially if you're watching it. Um, and uh, we'd definitely love to hear from you. <laughs>